Jig night. Jig night. What's happening, folks? Are you ready? What's going on, everybody? I am Mike Murphy. This is Jig Squad. We are live, and we are excited tonight. We're back in our usual two-week window, and tonight we have uh, I'm super excited about tonight's guest. I say this every show, but the uniqueness of this show is I've been spending a lot of time over the last several months having a conversation with these fellas. And um, On the Fly Tackle is here tonight from Wisconsin, and uh, that is the, the father-son team of uh, Brian and Ben. And um, we are going to get into some jig making tonight, whether it be bucktail, we'll talk about synthetics, marabou, uh, uh, jig head design, um, materials, all the above. So we're going to have fun. I hope you guys um, in comments, let me click on that a little bit. I'm going to say hi to everyone real quick. Um, Chris, Bass Malone, Mike Bradley, Dave Richardson, Larry Hadley, Bass, Gators. What's happening, everyone? I know you'll all be jumping in soon, but we're going we're gonna to get right into it. Brian and Ben, welcome. <clears throat> Thank you so much for coming on Jig Squad. I'm super excited to have you. Tell us about you guys a little bit and just what on the fly tackle is we'll get into the the rest of it as we go but introduce yourselves guys yeah we're we're super excited to be here um you know we've uh we've been giving cuda a hard time for quite a while kind <laughs> of uh uh stringing him along a little bit but we we finally gave in he twisted our arm uh to come on and talk with you guys so we're we're excited um i'm ben or i'm i mean i'm brian this this is my son ben over here and um you know we're we're out of uh, Northeast Wisconsin, and we've uh, we've been fishing our whole lives. Um, you know, Ben's been fishing since he's been a little kid. Um, but on the fly tackle is really kind of a a father and son kind of endeavor, and um, we started this up a while back. The two of us, um, we were making jigs. We were supplying jigs to a lot of the the big name uh, guides and tournament anglers in the area, and um we wanted to figure out ways of how we could um just become more of a part of the fishing industry you know in in the the fishing scene in this area um it's been pretty exciting we've made a lot of a lot of connections we've made a lot of great relationships a lot of really good friendships with a lot of individuals and um you know we're we're excited um you know my background is more in the fly tying uh space you know so i've been um fly tying and fly fishing probably since the early 1990s um you know kind of that time when a river runs through it and brad pitt and the, the big movie craze came out and everyone got you, you look like fishing. brad pitt brian i know i, get I, that can, all the I time. totally see it now i, I get that all the time <laughs> uh, you know but uh you know we we um you know me and a group of my buddies we would spend you know weeks at a time out in montana fly fishing and we were making all of our own flies and you know there was a, a time period where um <clears throat> you know i was making them and selling them to fly shops out in montana um they loved our stuff because we had access to really good bucktail um you know no coincidence um Ironically. so yeah we've been we've uh you know, had a lot of experience, you know, just in the fly tying space, you know, as, as um, I got married, started to have kids, you know, we live in an area that is full of incredible fishing, you know, whether it's Lake Winnebago or the Wolf River or the Bay of Green Bay, Door County, Lake Michigan. And um, it's, it's tough for a little boy to go out with his dad and, 
and wade in streams, you know, so we started to do a lot more, um, you know, fishing out of boats, fishing in lakes and things like that. And um, coming from that fly fishing background, you know, it was, you know, there was a crossover and a carryover. It's like, I want to go out and catch these walleyes and catch these bass on, you know, things I make, you know, using materials I'm familiar with. Um, and we, we had a lot of success, you know, and as we fished with our friends, they had a lot of success with, you know, the, the hair jigs and it got to a point where, you know, we were, we were making so many of them. Um, and it was just a blast. You know, we, we sit down in the basement and, you know, a dad and his young son, you know, hang out and listen to you, uh, listen to music or watch YouTube and, and tie hair jigs. And we, uh, we're making them for some of the biggest names uh, in the industry. And it's, it's pretty cool. That's so fantastic. So you guys, listen, I, I flashed it up there a second ago um, for everyone. And um, you guys know, like on the fly, out of the chats, if you've been around, if you're new to Jig Squad, welcome. The uniqueness of this show, and every once in a while, we kind of have, I call, this is kind of, these are my, these are the shows that I kind of really enjoy. Um on a whole nother level because these are there's certain guests that just have a whole nother level of experience that I don't that I don't have that I understand that I know a little bit but just they're so far more advanced than me in terms of what they create and make and you know I'm gonna tease that once in a while like I, I I'm gonna show that perch one just one more time but I I'm gonna do this once in a while and show the creations that these guys make um a, as we go along but the, the uniqueness of all this is that there's two features of why I love um, Ben and Brian and on the fly. Well, because they design for a couple different species, right? It's not, it's smallmouth, walleye, and then also for larger things like that would include like even, I'm just, as I go, as I go, they can show their own things later. I just want to show, and things like the salt and bigger things too, you know? So the reason it's fantastic because this you guys hear us talk all the time about different things like the amount of materials we use um, or different designers are on the show about the types of heads they use. And tonight we're going to get a whole new look at that in terms of design. And so, Ben, tell me before we get into this a little bit more. How so you're 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 a high school aged angler right now. Yep, Correct. And. And you have been, how long have you been actually tying with dad? Well, it first started off when I was probably four years old. I would sit behind my vice and tie all these weird, I don't even know how to explain them. Just, <laughs> just these, creations. Just doing whatever, trying to copy and recreate the things my dad had done. and Putting in work. Are these some of the first ones? Hey, Ben, Ben, you got to tell Dad what are you doing? Hold on, I'm gonna <laughs> let's do this. I love it. So, you know, is is any <laughs> is any good dad? You know, you know, proud that his son is you know not, you know, coloring and coloring books. He's he's making fishing lures. Um, I I saved them all, and that's so awesome. You know, it's 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 funny because, I mean. A little, a little bucktail fly. <laughs> That's great. Um, so yeah, I mean, he he started when he was young, like four or five years old, and uh, I've got them all here. 
Ben, let, let me ask you a question, Ben. If you had to say, you know, so we're going to get into some of the specifics with the different styles of jigs that you guys make. But if you had to say now, what is one of your favorite jigs to tie? Whether it be marabou, bucktail, and for what species? What what do you like to create the most? Um, I like doing the marabou jigs. I like making the, putting on the long feathers and building up the marabou with the different colors and I don't know that's always really appealing to me and then going out and seeing what you can catch on them that's the best part for me okay seeing what everyone else can catch on them as well as well interesting yeah you know Ben Ben is uh, he he is a, a passion you know for bass fishing okay so a lot of the um the football head craws or the the more traditional marabou hair jigs like you had just you know thrown up on the screen um those are the those are the ones that he typically gravitates a little bit more towards because those are the ones that he likes to fish with um ben would you say more hybrid or would you would you like this is one that you, so basically guys if anyone's wondering well, the stuff i'm holding up is like and we'll talk about this a little bit more later but i got i i got a very nice personal box from these guys and then i also have a special box that we'll talk about as we as we get through this that's going to be there there's some special things tonight that i'm we're going to make available to um to uh some listeners tonight and we're going to do hey brian i decided we're going to do two giveaways tonight um to people in chat so stick around guys i'm going to try and do you'll you'll see the jigs a little bit later um some customs but um, yeah, but if you, if you go back to the, the to the football jig that you just held up, let me hold know, it up the, again. Yep. You know, one of the things that we try to do with a lot of the jigs that we create is we want them to be. I don't want to, you know, kind of like self sufficient. You know, I, I don't I don't want to you know have to have someone put a piece of plastic on or you know constantly be changing trailers out and different things like that. You know, so sure. a lot of the stuff that we create is is kind of a something that you just you take and you fish with and you don't necessarily need to do anything more to it sure um, we just we just like that approach you know and it's it's interesting when you think about the the audience of individuals that that are buying a lot of our products right now um they're guides you know and, and guides are are not individuals that want to constantly be adjusting and messing around with their clients sure base. and tournament anglers and tournament anglers, you know, are kind of in that same boat, you know, as they need to know that what they have, what they throw is going to work and perform, um, you know, exactly the same way every time. So, you know, we we adjust, you know, kind of the way we design um, our jigs, you know, towards the audience that um, that is typically buying them. And it's just little things like that that we do just a little bit different, but uh, it works mm -hmm. for us. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad you said that too, Bryce. So, um, and I and I partly I just kind of know this from us talking and stuff over the last you know half a year, um, but it just it seems it's so interesting because you know while we're not talking tonight about a, a list of the guys that you know employ you for, to make jigs for them and stuff in the Midwest and far beyond that as well, um, that list well doesn't come out. You know, I think that the interesting thing is that everyone has you. Um, needs of what they what they want and um, so let's talk about that a little bit let's 
so hair let's talk about let's talk about bucktail a little bit right sure um and a lot of times with a lot of the bucktail design we're, we're it doesn't mean that the smallmouth guys don't use bucktail but a lot of the bucktail design that's out there that or that you guys are involved with too is um is a lot of um the um the walleye fishermen would you say would you agree yep Ab absolutely you know the um the walleye fishermen you know are you know huge consumers of bucktail style hair jigs um you know we we do produce a fair amount of bucktail hair jigs um, using the round round balls for um, the smallmouth bass, um, especially in a little bit more colder water for them. Sure, um, but it's 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 predominantly bass um, for those traditional bucktail hair jigs. Yes. Okay, and then uh, do you have uh, do you? I'm holding this one up because you know I love this one. <laughs> do you? So when when it comes to. Um, when it comes to bucktail, how about before I start even talking about or pushing on head design? Cause you know, I love that the head design on that jig. Here's another, there's another one on the, um, you know, on the angle of it and stuff. Hold on. Let's see if I can get it. Um, I'm sorry guys, as I get closer to camera doesn't work, but you get the general idea. Um, what, what are some of the features that goes in this, these, these jig designs in terms of what do you try and focus on? Well, you know, when, when we think about walleye bucktails, um, the vast majority of those that we sell are for guys that are fishing the Great Lakes, um, whether it's uh, Green Bay, uh, Lake Michigan, uh, Lake Erie. And for anyone who's fished walleyes in those bodies of water, um, everyone says that purple is their, that's the color. Purple. You know, so we have a significant inventory of color options that contain the color purple in some Lots of purple <laughs> in some form you know and it might be all purple it might be purple and white it might be purple and green it might be uh purple and orange or purple and pink uh purple and black um you know there there's typically i would say in 75 percent of the walleye jigs that we sell there's some shade of purple um, okay. That, that's a part of it, you know, and I, and I said sh shade of purple, you know, and that's kind of where things get a little bit interesting because um, we use four, I think it's four different shades of purple. Ben, um, do you have, do you have those? I saw yeah. these the other day where, where pull, pull those out, you guys. Cause I just want people I'll hold on. Let me take this little um, comment thing off and I'm going to make you guys big. So guys, listen. So these, this is what they do. He does this all the time. Like Brian, everything he does is like a tease. He he teases me. And Ben, I don't know if your dad tells you this stuff because I'm sure he does this to other people. But he pulls this stuff out. You guys is you know and and just like waves it in front of you. It's like a Pringle, and, yep. and just to tempt you so you could see that these these are the things that are sitting on this guy's tying table, right? So, but anyway, talk about this a little bit because I mean, you guys know I'm a a fiend for purple, right? So show show some of the range of some of the things that you guys are talking about with the bucktail. Go ahead. So we sort of run, well, we do run a bunch of different colors of purple. So this right here is sort of a 
darker purple, almost like black. Okay. That's, we use that one quite a bit. And then this is sort of like your traditional purple. Yeah. That, that's the purple Mike Murphy owns. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's, that's, that's the, the purple the, I have. Yep. That, that's the purple they sell in fly shops. Yep. Right. <laughs> All right. Here comes the juice. Bring it on. Let's see the other one. All right. So this one, we, we call it wine. It's what sort of like a, I don't really know what the, the call it would be, but. It's, it's a cool color. Mm-hmm. And this one is one of our new favorites. It sort of has like a blue tint to it. That's yeah. awesome. A little bit, little bit more violet, but you know, a little bit of blue, a little bit of purple. Ben, you know, hold that, hold that real light one up against, uh, or with that dark one that you had. That's the one you guys held up to me yesterday. Like, just looking at these color combos like that, it just looks so cool. The accents and, and the, the contrast on it. That's awesome. Yeah, it's a, the possibilities are endless, you know, and, and this is just one one color and, you know, four different shades, um, you know, but they all work, you know, they all work um, specific times of the year, um, even specific locations. You know, one of the, one of the, the challenges with a body of water like the Bay of Green Bay is it's, it's massive, you know, and you yeah. have, um, you know, Sturgeon Bay and Ephraim and Sister Bay up in that area, you know, crystal clear water, you know, where you can see bottom in 20 or 25 feet. Um, but there's a lot of really good walleye fishing on the other side of the Bay of Green Bay as you get over towards uh, Bay de Noc and Cedar River and Escanaba, you know, Peshtigo. Um, the, the water clarity and the water tint over there is different. Um, mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's a little bit more tannic. Okay. And if you think about um, how colors of hair or colors of materials change based on the color of the water, um, it, it makes a difference. So there's, there's certain colors, purple colors, um, that the guys who fished on the West Shore um, prefer, you know, over sure. guys who are fishing it, you know, maybe in the lower bay or... Um, the southern side so there's <clears throat> having those options you know and we we learned a lot of this stuff you know from you know guides and tournament anglers you know they're pretty particular you know about the the types of jigs they use and the colors that they use and the color combinations and time of the year and um you know we've learned a lot and uh it's pretty exciting but yeah purple purple is purple is the juice up on the, the bay of green bay for walleyes and you know what we try to do is you know we also try to look at you know color combinations you know so typically up on the bay you know green is a really good color or because the water is so clear sure um, darker colors you know are, are are really good so you know black and purple purple and green um you know and then anything that starts to get you into the the purple and brown and off-white type colors that, you know, get you more in that resemblance of a goby. Okay. Um, those, those, are the, those are the color schemes that typically um, perform the best up there <clears throat> all year round.
Interesting. Um, so one of the things that um one of the things that I know we talked about, but this is something I noticed too, right? So, like guys, so when I got so everyone in chat or if you're watching on replay, so one you guys can find on the fly tackle the links down in the description below, guys. Okay. Um, and for some of their stuff, or you can always contact Ben or Brian on Instagram or through their um webpage if you're looking for do you you do you guys do custom stuff too, guys? We we probably do 70% custom. Okay. Um, and then the rest of the the standard colors, the the proven stuff that's sure you know, been working for a long time. You know, that's the stuff that we'll carry an inventory of um on the website. And um the 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 custom work we do, you know, can be small or big. You know, it could be as simple as you know what, that purple and green um flat jig that you're holding up you know that's that's our that's my best color but i i don't like the hook you know yeah. so we'll we'll make a run of that exact exact jig color scheme and we'll just modify the the hook that we use or yeah, yeah. you know it's you know the the silver tinsel that you use is great but you know i really want gold you know so we'll we'll do some stuff like that all the way up to like completely you know, there's there's guys that we um, build custom from scratch, you know, for very specific applications, you know, and, and a lot of those specific applications are things like, um, you know, uh, National Walleye Tour Tournament Angler will get a hold of us once their schedule comes out. And yeah, yeah. they'll come out with their schedule and these are the four or five spots that they're going to be going to. And they'll work with us to come up with um, a series of, you know, hair jigs specific to each of those locations that they think a hair jig bite might be in play. So we do a lot of those types of things too. Okay. So custom is the, the full gamut, but we try not to do too much of it, but we, we, we absolutely can. So one of the things that you guys listen, so one of the things I wanted to highlight about Ben and Brian, and so whether this is, whether this is something you're trying to purchase or whether um, you're designing for yourself, I just, I just wanted to highlight this. So one of the things that I noted, so Brian, so Brian asked me on the phone, right? So I get, I get these jigs and, and then he says, um, he says, Hey, I, I want, I want to hear some of your comments on different things. Like, what are your thoughts? You know? And one of the things that we talked about is that you guys, listen, I, I love making jigs and you guys know this, right? I, I love prettying them up sometimes and I try and mess around with different things. And, um, and I probably mess around with more things than I even want to nowadays, right? Just because of the nature of what I'm doing with jig squad. And so, but one thing that I've learned as part of that process is that the whole painting process is an extremely elaborate thing. So even outside of just bucktail and these other talks, Guys, you guys, you guys have to see, I mean, I j just the attention to detail and the staging of multiple, multiple steps that they're using for some of their painting. If anyone ever wonders why jigs cost what they do, just understand there are so many different parts. It's not just the tying and the painting. And, you know, if you're a poor, you're a poor, if you're not a poor, fine. But just the painting features like this, this one I'm holding in front of me, it's got like a red 
there's red, there's there's some reddish tint on top of this golden bronze color. Like it's a lot of work, you know. And then you're talking like clear coat and things like that. And so all mm. I'm gonna say is you guys, if you're if you're interested in jigs like this, one, consider you know the time you put in on your own work should make you happy, right? But it also should accomplish what you want it to accomplish. And if you if you don't have the time to do that or don't want to do that, that's why companies like On the Fly Tackle are out there for you for to go and purchase stuff. And I could just I, I'm sitting there. My favorite thing that they sent me. Uh, look at here. This would be one. There's two. And I don't think they, they these don't get sold. But here I'm going to hold them up because they already know what part of these are going to be. Hold on. There's the glow one. These are two of my favorite things they sent me because I get that. This is a glow. It's a glow color with some purple glitter in there. And then look, check this thing out. Look at this sucker. Look at the paint, the time it takes to do the paint on that. It's just, I don't know, man. It's just, it's a lot of extra work to make little details cool and different, you know? So, um, yeah, Anthony, the, the lines on that are so straight and, and just, I don't know, guys, I just, I'm so impressed with the, with the jigs and I appreciate the amount of time that goes into it. Um, do, do you want, do you want to hold, hold up one of those again? Once there's, there's, there's something really important on that, that I want everyone to kind of pay attention to when, when we think about tying hair jigs. So if you look at the collar, okay, so that is a custom collar and it is called a hair collar. So it's, it's perfectly round. There's, there's no, you know, uh, lead little keeper that's, that's popping up. That's interfering with anything. It's perfectly smooth. It's perfectly cylindrical. If you get all the way to the back of that collar, there's a little raised lip. You can see the little raised lip and that was put in place really when we think about tying jigs in a, in a production type of a model, you know, we need to make sure that we're doing everything we possibly can to make sure we can tie as many as we can, but we also need to make sure that they all look nearly identical. And when you build jigs, one of the challenges that a lot of people have with tying bucktail onto a jig is your thread you know, the, the base where you're, where you're, you know, the, the head of the thread after you tie the hair down, um, that customized hair collar on that particular jig, um, is, is one of the reasons why we can get those to, to really, really look, uh, the, the way that they do. Um, and you, you just don't, you don't see that very often, you know? So when we think about, you know, building and designing jigs, um, you know, there's, there are a lot of small little subtle details, especially when you're going to start lashing materials to it, um, that can help you guys make these things look significantly better. The hair collar, that, that's the deal. The hair collar. You want to talk about that head a little bit about the, well, I'm whacking things here about the design a little bit, Brian, and the function of, you know, why this head is designed the way it is. Yeah, I'm you know, sorry, guys. I don't know why. Close-ups on this camera have always stunk. Uh, you know, we 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 wanted to have a 
a minnow style jig head in our line. And with us primarily wanting to use bucktail, you know, it's kind of the primary hair material. You know, one of the things that we struggled a little bit with was to ensure consistency of how the hair looks when sure. you tie on the ultra minnow mold because of the big, you know, there's that, that big um, little keeper that they've got built in and, and it, it just, it makes it difficult to get the hair to kind of lay and act how we want it to um, on that ultra minnow mold. So as we started to think about, you know, well, what, what do we want to do or what, what would we like to have? You know, we started to think about, well, we want a hair collar. You know, we want to have a big eye. We want to make sure that we can get to a point where the bottom of that jig can be somewhat flat because as the fish move north or even the, the fish that are, you know, the, the walleyes that are, you know, living up in that northern uh, part of the bay, um, they gravitate heavily towards the transition between rock and sand. And in a lot of cases, they're just off the edge in the sand and they're, sure. they've got their bellies to the sand laying there. You know, so we wanted to try to come up with something where, where, you know, fishermen could have a jig that they could cast into that sand that would sit upright, you know, so that the, the flatness of the bottom of that jig is, is critical. Um, there's a little bit of a kicked up nose to it. Um, walleyes, you know, are, they're a predator. They've got big, big teeth, you know, and, and, um, but they're inefficient as far as how they feed. They're, they're just not, they're just not real good at it. And a lot of times what, what these fish will do is they'll pin, them. pin the baits to the bottom. To the bottom, yep. So with this particular jig set, what we did is we've got a, a roundness on the nose. So when you have your tension on that line, what typically happens is you can actually cause that jig to tip up. Um, so you've got a flat bottom and a slightly tipped up uh, tail end. Um, the hookups are significantly better for those fish that are pinning um, because that hook is raised up a little bit off the bottom. Um, got it's, it's a cool, it's, it's a cool jig. You know, we, we do it in three eighths and, and one half ounce. Um, you can, you can swim it and it'll stay pretty, um, you know, pretty perpendicular in, in the, in the water. Um, the, the collar, there's, there's quite a bit of weight in the collar, as you can see. Yeah. Fairly thick, you know, so it's, it's going to hold upright a little bit um, more than what some of the other minnow style jigs will. Um, it's been a good one for us. Um, I, I really, I really like the head. It's just, um, there's a lot of minnow heads out there. Right. And so um, it's just the features of it, that bottom, it almost looks, um, like again, it. I don't know if I can see as well on that one. It almost you see how it almost looks like a um, like a diamond, yep. Right, a little bit, and there's a slight um, there's a slight like it's flat here as it curls up, and then there's almost like a the slightest of keels yep. on the underside. So when it lays flat, it'll just lay um, just, a just a hair, like a few degrees either way, um, but not much. And yep. so I mean, it's super cool. 
Super cool jig. Hey, Gators, I just wanted to tell you, I appreciate you, buddy, in chat for saying everyone, everyone hit the like. Guys, listen, if you're here tonight, I appreciate you guys. I'm here. I'm I'm gonna say, can I say something about the box you sent me? Absolutely. All right, guys. So listen, let me move some of this out of the way. I'm so nervous right now because you guys, I'm sitting. This table that I'm on is one of these stand-up desks, right? The stand-up work desks. And it's about, it's a good four feet wide, about two feet deep, but it's a glass top. And I got a lot of lead on top of it right now. And I, I am so nervous, but hey, we're Jake Squad. This is what we do. So listen, I guys, I you guys know I go on these little rants once in a while. So here's the deal. So um, I'm going to show you something and then I'm going to let Brian talk about it. Okay just because I'd rather have him talk about it and why I have this box, right? And then I could tell you, the one thing I'll tell you is this. We're going to do a giveaway tonight um, for a couple of jigs, and I'm going to do two winners. And we'll do uh, a hashtag later in chat, and I'll do the StreamYard has a random uh, selector of anyone that puts the hashtag in. And then I'm going to do two winners, and I'm going to send them out to you, uh, a couple jigs each. And, um, but I, so I get this box as part of it. Right. And of course it's in, it's in my favorite box of like, of all jigs. And you guys, you, you guys see what's in this thing, by the way, is that not a cool logo? Super cool. So, oh, and it came, I got, I got a nice little, a nice little shirt. So hold on, let me open this up and I'm going to turn this, but I don't want, want it to fall. Look at, look at this. You guys see all this? These are all there's there these are all manic mullets. And hold on, let me just let me just show you. These are all manic mullet jigs. See the hackle on these and stuff. But I I don't know if you could fully tell on the head here. Let me see if I can get one where you could see a little bit more so you could get a feel as to what's going on. Let me pull this this other one out. So basically, there's a lot of different heads here. You're not gonna be a hundred percent see the heads, but Somebody in this chat right now knows whose jigs those are. So basically, I'll let Brian can tell the story in a second, but the, he gifted me this box and I'm so honored to have it. But the thing is, it kind of came with a little caveat of what he wanted me to do. And I'll let him talk about that in a second. But the jigs, the jig heads are none other than the multicolored painted heads from Mr. Larry Hadley himself. So if you've been around the stream before or you followed the Anglure on Instagram, these are all jig heads that were painted by Larry Hadley. Um, and so they made their way to On the Fly Tackle and then Brian and Ben or whoever out of the, the, the bunch from On the Fly tied all these jigs. And, um, and he decided that he wanted me to have these jigs for – go ahead, Brian. You talk about it. Yeah, well, you know, we've we've had some success in the past, you know, with just, you know, jig making in general. And we've we've gotten to a point kind of in our in our business where if, if we want to go to the next level, um, we we need to start thinking about, you know, outsourcing and, you know, larger scale production and things like that. But that's really not where we want to be. You know, we want to be, you know, a part of the, the local scene. You know, we want to support 
other jig makers. Um, I'm probably John's Jigs, one of his biggest customers. I, I buy everything he posts because I think it's cool. Um, you know, and, and Larry was one of those guys too. It's just like, there, there, are, there are people out there that just do really cool, unique things. And, you know, we want to support them, you know, and we want to, we want to use them, you know? So, um, <clears throat> I don't know. I've, I've probably, you know, had three, three or four, you know, orders with, with Larry in the past and, you know, I'll, I'll just get them and then they'll, they'll sit, you know, on my shelf for three months or four months, you know, or something like that. And, um, and I get around to them and I'm like, all right, well, you know, we're, we're going to do the show with CUDA and, you know, it's, it's, um, <clears throat> a lot of work, you know, and, you know, and I think that's one of the things that, you know, that Ben and I have recognized is that the, the amount of time that you put in, you know, to, to do this show every couple of weeks and everything that goes into leading up to the show. I mean, we were a part of it. So we know what all that all takes the, the phone calls and the practice sessions and all that stuff that I think a lot of guys don't have visibility to. Um, and Ben and I were talking and we were like, we want to, we want to do something for CUDA for all of the work that he's been doing, you know, to, to kind of get us to where we are with, with Jake squad. Um, so we, we, we thought about it and we're like, what if we take this 50 jigs that we have sitting here from Larry Hadley that we're going to keep for ourselves? Um, let's, let's just tie them up and uh, put them in a box, uh, send them to Cuda and let him figure out what he wants to do with it. You know, if we want to do a raffle or a giveaway or, um, <clears throat> you know, whatever we wanted to do. So um, those jigs in that box, those were all tied by Ben. Um, he, oh, he you did them all, Ben. So great. I love it even more world. now. So it's a, a 15-year-old jig maker from Wisconsin, you know, on Larry Hadley's jigs. And uh, they are um, a precursor to a new line that we're going to be bringing out in the spring using that particular jig head because it's yes. a really good one. It's a really good one. Um, but a lot of those jigs have some additional materials that were added to it that you typically don't find in a walleye bucktail. You know, as you start to incorporate, you know, hackle feathers and things like that. Um, so we wanted to give those to you, you know, as an opportunity to, um, you know, help you either grow, grow the channel or, you know, if there's opportunities to help you with, um, you know, acquiring some new equipment or different things like that to kind of help you run, um, run the show. But that, that was the, that was the background for it. I mean, they're, they're badass jigs, you know, they're, they they're, are. Yeah, they're the Larry Hadley, you know, full blown paint job. There's probably 10 or 12 different paint styles in there. Yeah. Um, big hooks. I mean, they're, they're they're meaty and um you know we we tied them up through in a box and you know sent them down to chicago so yeah you do you do with them whatever you want to do with them we're just happy to uh happy to be a part of it so you guys listen this is this is what i'm going to say so and this isn't just for brian and ben this is everyone you guys hear me say these things sometimes and like if if who if my character and who i am doesn't come out in these shows then i haven't done my job over the past year so what i'll say is this so tonight, what I'm going to do is I'm going to do two giveaways, and, and it's going to be based off of um, 
as a matter of fact, you know what? I'm not, we'll do one towards the end and I'm just going to, we're going to start one right now. But basically um, my intention is that um, over time, I'm going to give away more and more of these jigs. So like I, I get to keep these and think of ways to creatively give these things away. But tonight I'm going to do two giveaways and what the, what we're going to do, hold on, let me go to the giveaway tool. Let's go. Um, hashtag. Uh, no, this is what we're going to do. It's going to be, hold on, start collecting. Let me see if I could share. All right. So, it's going to be a hashtag that you have to enter in the chat. Hold on. I'm clicking the wrong button. So let me go. I'm going to go to present, share screen. Let's go Chrome tab, giveaway tool. Let's see if this works. All right. You guys see that? All right. So if you if you put, maybe on the second one later, we'll change it down to fly. But let's go hashtag Ben. If you put hashtag if you put hashtag Ben in the chat, you'll be entered into the, this, the first giveaway. And uh, I'll let these collect for a while. I could see how many people are already in chat. So if you put, you know, hashtag Ben in the chat, um, we'll keep talking for a little bit. I'll leave it up so you guys see what it is. But basically, this will be the first winner. We'll do one now, and then I'll do one towards the end of the stream too. This little comment picker, you know, the guys like Hellabass and all these other people that have these things, they um they teach me how to do all these cool little features and um and, and it's just it works it's a fun little thing so um and you know what i'll do as well you guys i'll i'll throw in um for each of the winners i'm gonna throw in a couple of jig squad stickers too all right so you guys have them so there's 18 people in there so far you guys can keep if you're in if you're in this room you should want these you should want you should want these jigs because these are the cream of the crop of everything that I like and stand for and love. So they're awesome. You're going to love them. And um, they're super cool and they're one of a kind. So um, we'll, I'll, I'll randomly pick colors that I send to you. You know, I'll pick a couple out and then I'll send them to you. But um, this gives me a total. I got 22 people in there. So I'll leave it open for a couple more minutes. So if you want to get in, it's hashtag Ben. There's 22 entries right now. You should want some of these, um, but it's going to be for a couple of custom on-the-fly tackle by Mr. Ben himself uh, with Jig Heads by Larry Hadley. So, um, you guys, so that, one, I just wanted to tell you why I, I didn't want this to go too far before I was able to say thank you. Um, I appreciate you guys tremendously, Brian and Ben, and uh, Larry, too. Um, and Larry knows I'm a big fan of his, too. Larry Hadley was on the show previously. And I thank you guys for thinking of me. You guys are right. There's not a dollar I make from doing Jig Squad. Um, 2023 is going to bring some new things to Jig Squad. And things are going to, I'm going to have some other opportunities coming. And um, and I'm excited about those. And you'll hear about those at the end of the year show. Um, I don't know what the date of it is in December. But in the meantime, like I've sold a few stickers. And that's kind of what I've done to um, generate a few dollars for myself. So I appreciate you guys. Um, thinking of me and saying, Hey, Kudo, we want you to have these jigs and let you do um, what you want with them. A lot of time went into these things. And I know that. And um, I appreciate it. And one of the things that I was most impressed with Ben, your dad told me, he says, um, he says, you know, there's a lot of people that hear here over the shows over the year, talk about Larry's jigs. Right. 
And I think there's a lot of people that know his jigs. And I think there's a lot of people that would appreciate having some of them. And this is a, was a cool little way for um, them to have kind of some custom tied things by you guys. Um, and then in both ends. So um, I'm excited about that. All right. There's 24 in there. If anyone else wants in, jump in now. Otherwise, I'm going to, I'll give you, I'll give you a couple more seconds. Anyone else, if you're not in, it's hashtag Ben to win a couple of free jigs. You can't beat that. Let's see if anyone else jumps in. South Jersey's in 24. All right. I'm going to hit draw. Let's see what happens. It, you guys should be able to see this still, right? Bright yep. and Ben, you could see this, right? Yes. There we go. We got 25. I'm hitting draw. Here we go. All right. <clears throat> Who's going to be the winner, winner, chicken dinner? South <laughs> man, <laughs> South Jersey fisherman. That is awesome. And the cool thing is, is Matt is um, he he is uh, he's been in almost every show I think we might have ever done. So, uh, Matt, you know what to do, buddy. Hit me up on Instagram with your address and everything, buddy. And um, I will, I will, I'll actually, I'll, I'll consult with you a little bit about getting some of these. You know, I'll, I'll review some of the colors with you and make sure that you, um, you get some colors that you want. So. Hey, what, Brian and Ben, what do you think of this little giveaway thing that StreamYard does? I think it's pretty cool how you can just put in a little hashtag and then it decides a winner. And Yeah, I mean, cool well, little feature. Um, cool little feature. All right, so, Matt, that's awesome, buddy. I'm glad, um, glad, glad you got the W here, right? So, <laughs> all right, so. All right, guys, we will do another giveaway later. And then another thing, in the future, what's going to happen is we are going to use these jigs as kind of a giveaway feature. And I might do some other cool little things in terms of donations to the show and other things like that. But I have a lot of them, and it's a good opportunity. I, I might snag maybe two or three of them for myself out of this box. I'm not going to be honest. Um, but I, I want to make sure a lot of people have an opportunity to get some of these. So um, it's just they're a cool thing. and. And 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 I, I wanted to be able to share them. All right. So listen, Ben. So you're the Marabou guy. So let's talk about this a little bit. So I hear that you buy little quarter ounce packages of Marabou for everything that you do. Is this correct? Yeah, we have this uh one guy that we uh <laughs> one guy. He said quarter ounce. What? He quarter said one fourth ounce. Little packages, small little, little packages of Marabou. Oh yeah. No. <laughs> No, just the little tell, ones. Tell, tell, tell them, tell them, tell them about our marabou thing. Yeah, gra okay. you grab one. Hey, Bright, grab grab a bag of the marabou as Ben's talking. Yeah. All right. So, so talk have... about the jig design, Ben, with the marabou. So we primarily use. Uh, Holy smoly! We use uh, like eighth ounce, three thirty second ounce, sixteenth ounce uh, Midwest finesse. That's our primary uh, use, but uh, we do a lot of round balls as well. And that's a lot of marabou. Tell me, all right. So talk, hey Ben, talk to talk a little bit about um, including hackle. Like here, I'm I'm holding this jig out. Yeah, Paladin, are you talking about that? Are you talking about show the jig with the trailer? Is this the one you're talking about? There you go, buddy. So. You guys, look at a hackle on this and just take note of the contour. That one was, that's sad, I said. 
So, and there's a reason why that's important, right? You want to talk about that a little bit, Ben, as to why this contour and why this is tied in is, um, or what's the function of that? Yeah. So, uh, on all these tackle feathers, you can, they like flare outwards. So we tie them in where they'll flare out, but when like you're swimming it, it'll be, uh, like straight. But if say like you pause it, then they'll all flare out. Sure. Yeah, that 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 hackle that we tie in the back of those marabou jigs for a smallmouth, um, we we get it like this, and, it, and it's just a, it's called saddle hackle, and you can kind of see, um, the the pieces that hang off the side, they're they're very long, and you can get good saddle hackle with very narrow, um, you know, narrow feathers which is, you know, kind of what we prefer. Um, Hold that up. Let me make you bigger here for a second. Hold that up a little bit. So you guys see, so basically some of the tips on on the back end, it's just the end of these tips of this big saddle hackle. Yep. Yep, just, just the tips. I love it. You know, we do a lot of the purple, but even like this, like this color here, you know, kind of like this uh, olive uh, green. Is that kind of, that might be the one that's on the back end of this one. Yeah, it yeah. probably is. You know, the olive green. Um, Ben, talk a little bit about what head style you like to tie on more than, more than anything else. Because I know you do a lot of, it's basically a lot of different things depending on what people want, right? Yeah. Okay. So- we primarily use the Midwest finesse mold for that. Um, we normally would take what well, depends because we can leave the keeper in too. Because some guys, you know, like like to throw a little part of a senko on there to give it some right. Or, but normally we tie them without the um, keeper on just because it's easier and you can mm-hmm. your hair goes on a little better and sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's there's certain things that we do with those keepers, you know, where we we won't pour we won't pour the jig with a keeper, um, but we'll we'll tie a keeper in after, you know, further back. So the 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 marabou jig that you're holding up there with with the feathers, you know, the the, the hackle feathers hanging out the back, you know, that's tied at about the midway point forward. Um, okay. But we could we can attach a a keeper, tie it down with thread towards the back that okay. would allow you to add a um you know a piece of plastic to it and still have the keeper there to hold it in place i got uh, you there's you know a lot of a lot of people like to do that you know it adds a little bit of weight gives it a little bit more bulk um, castability too right i mean that's yeah. one of the biggest reasons i think people add the little pieces on yeah you know and, and some some guys like to do it and some don't i mean you know the the, the little feather off the back gives it a little bit extra kick, a little bit more action. And, you know, there's, there's tying techniques when it comes to marabou um, that, can, that can give you the semblance of additional bulk without there really being extra bulk. You know, a lot of it is how you, how you tie the feathers in, um, you know, how you attach the feathers to the, to the shank of the hook. Um, sure. But also, you know, the number of feathers that you use is, you know, those are all factors 
Um, and we've got it pretty well dialed in. Like every single one of those marabou jigs that we tie um, is exactly the same way. Um, same, you know, same number of feathers, all tied in the same location, same starting points, you know, and the, the production world of, of tying hair jigs is a little bit different than, you know, someone who may make, you know, five or six of them, you know, one time and then they, they never make them again until they need them. You sure. Know, we, we have to be. Sounds like me. You know, we, we, <laughs> we have to be so dialed in with, you know, exactly where you start your thread, you know, the mm -hmm. exact number of wraps of thread within, you know, a, a variance one way or the other, just to make sure that they're, you know, the, the right proportion that they're going to have the right action, but also um, the right durability, you know, and sure the durability side of it is, is so important to us because, <clears throat> um, you know, when, when you have individuals who are, you know, fishing for five bites, and they have a hundred thousand dollar ranger boat on the line it's the real deal um, it's the real deal yeah you know and, and it, it has to be perfect so durability and action are are two of the big components you know that that we really put a lot of emphasis towards um okay. you know, as, we're, as we're designing these things yeah i mean that that makes sense i mean that's what gets people to come back and and, and want to buy things from you and i think um i will say that I, there's got to be a big there's got to be appreciation for for what you um what you what you get and the time that goes into design that what people make and so you guys listen um yeah i the links are down below if you're interested in on the fly tackle um lots of cool stuff you could see and as they said there's custom things they'll do for you like if you have specific things that you want a certain way or whatever it is you know you just got to talk to them if you're on instagram that's a great way to get in touch uh or on the um the web page so i mean there's even there's a couple other things i want to make sure that i don't miss out and um talking about too um so i i want to make sure we talked about the hackle feathers with the with the marabou because that's just it's just it's well done i like the size of it you know i go and pull hackle out sometimes and i don't i have some stuff that is as fine you know fine as i mean this is it's just it's perfect you know and it's delicate and it's not overdone and and that's part of the thing that i like about some of that um talk to it there's a there's a couple other things i want to make sure that we don't you know what we're gonna have to do one we're gonna have to get you guys on another time because there's probably so many other cool things to talk about, but you remember, Brian, you remember we were talking about, um, stinger hooks. I mm -hmm. want to make sure we talk about that a little bit too, because, um, and that's not typically with the marabou jigs, right? But that's more with the bucktail jigs, but there's, you, you do some custom things. Hold on. Yep. I, I don't know. Do I have one in here? I thought that I did. You might. I don't remember. Uh, but you want to talk about it a little bit? And basically, this is about stinger hooks on the back yep. end of of yep. some jigs, right? So this this is the point of the show where I'm, where I'm hoping that there's a, not a lot of my uh, current customers. Should I shut? Should I listen, shut up? Listen, listening and watching to watching this, um, <laughs> you know. But 
you know, when we, we talked earlier about, you know, walleyes and just, just how they're not really efficient feeders, um, having a treble stinger hook um, attached to your bucktail when you're targeting walleyes, um, and it doesn't matter the time of the year. I mean, it's, it's spring, it's in the river, it's when they, when they move out to the rivers, into the reefs, or even in the fall. Um, having a stinger on your walleye bucktail will significantly increase your hookup percentages. Um, and a lot of guys, and I've got one here, um, I'll, I'll hold it up to the camera to see if you guys can see it. But this is, this is what most people buy when it comes to a, a stinger. It's a, it's a small cheap hook. It's got a, a light piece of mono with a little bit of a loop on the end. It's a, lot a of small time, little treble. What size would you say, Brian? It's it's probably a ten, maybe an eight. Um, yeah, yeah. But you know they, they come in a, a package of three, and the line's curled, and it's it's just it's just not real good. You know, and when you think it's about cockeyed, it doesn't hang off the back straight. Yeah, you know. So if you take a jig, we'll do the um this one here, the, uh, the teardrop antifreeze. And if you attach this stinger hook to it, like you would, you, you can kind of see what happens. Okay. So it's, it's there. Left um, turn Clyde, but it's really not going to do much for you. Um, so sure. one of the things that, one of the things that we do, um, <clears throat> is we will tie in an integrated, stinger setup so what we'll do is we'll actually use we use 20 pound mono and okay. we, we attach the the mono to the shank of the hook and it's and it's very it's kind of a a, a very specific way of how we attach that mono to the hook is is we we have a lot of mono up in the front and we'll we'll tie it down and then we'll move the thread forward We'll turn right. it around. We'll pull it back. Um, we'll turn it around. We'll go back again to get it all lined up where it's to get stays it to get it all to get that. it all lined up, but also to make sure that it's um, it's not going to pull out. Okay. Um, you know, and then we use uh, like a Zappa Gap type glue. You know, so we'll 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 take these hooks, um, the jigs. We'll build this the the treble attachments. We'll put them on there and um let them dry and then we'll we'll tie the hair on it afterwards but the interesting thing with this one is you know with with how we're tying it in with how we're tying the knot to the treble it's perfectly straight off the back um but it's also somewhat hidden or buried within the tail of the hair fibers yeah know, so when this, when this comes down you know it, it'll cover it um and it'll cover it you know just kind of out the back you know, and, and a lot of times, you know, stingers will will pick up leaves and um, and stuff like that on the bottom. You know, so this will just help it a little bit, kind of help conceal it. But what happens with a with a stinger tied in this way is when those fish come up and they nip at the end at the tail, I mean, they're going to nip at the the back inch and a half. And if they nip at the back inch and a half of this, they're going to have a trouble. Um, they're uh... hooked up in their mouth. So we, we do this, um, it adds about twice the amount of time as it would take just to tie a normal bucktail. So we, we don't, 
Um, we don't do it a lot, uh, but we absolutely um, have some um, some customers that we do this quite often for. So th this integrated treble is is a really cool thing. Um, nice. If you fish a lot of walleyes with bucktails, um, and you use stinger hooks, um, tie, tie sure. them in that way, and it'll uh, your your hookups will go way up. But the other thing we like to do and use as well is um, <clears throat> this is a this is a tr uh, treble trailer from VMC. Um, I don't have this one actually tied in, but it has a um, it has a little blade on the end of the treble. You know, so if you think about a hair jig like this, oh, it's kind of hard to hold. But what you do know, you call that color, antifreeze? Um, the, this this one here is just purple. I just picked up a different one. Okay. Um, but here you've got that VMC treble with the um, the little spinner blade on nice. it. These are dynamite. Um, these are excellent um, <clears throat> as the water starts to warm up a little bit. So tr cool. troubles are troubles are very important, and a lot of guys are doing themselves an injustice by um, buying the, the the three trouble trailers for $2 at the bait shop that are all crinkled up, putting them on there. I mean, they'll, they'll work, but um, you can get significantly more hiccup, more hookups um, with a little bit different approach to how you handle trouble uh, trailers on those bucktails. I got you. Interesting. <clears throat> Um, all right. So listen, before we go and you guys, I, I teased on Instagram, so I'm just going to make sure I, I throw this out there and this isn't a jig, but hold on. I just got to show something real quick. Cause I, I teased a little something earlier and then, and then I want to get into some hook discussion. Hold on. I'm reaching down on the floor. Cause as I said, I'm on a glass table and this stuff didn't stay. So you guys know, um, I don't mind me for a second guys, but this is my little intermission here. For one quick little second, I just want to show you something. So you guys have seen, whether on social media or other avenues, you know, people talking about the Bushy Beetle, which is a a, a mold that we've been making stuff from, from Do It Molds. Um, and it's a fantastic, either, you know, Texas rigged or, or fished alone. This is the Bushy Beetle. It's got these great legs on it with fantastic. They splay out awesome in movement. Uh, that guy Skimpy likes to use him as a chatterbait trailer, but this is a—it's a fantastic mold. So I te—I—I I teased you and I said there's something else coming out. So the cast aluminum is what's already out, but you guys get ready because the CNC version is coming out in a, in a couple of days. So if you're a plastic bait maker, which is something new that I've been getting into, um. This is going to be great. So the CNC version of the Bougie Beetle is on the way, folks. And um, so if you're a plastic bait maker, it is coming. Look for this in the next couple. Um, I don't know when, seventh, maybe next Monday. I think this is coming from Do It Mold. So, um, yeah, you know, it just depends on the bait. I got to tell you, I like to cast aluminum a little bit better um, in many instances. But the CNC guys like this, too. So it's coming. So um, if you're a plastic bait maker, look for this. Um, and, of course, if you have questions about it, you can always message me. But look for the social media starting to come out for it for that release um, next week. So that's my little intermission break sponsored by Mike Murphy.
<laughs> All right. So listen, guys. Um, so let's, Bright, what else, or Ben, I, I have a couple more things that I want to make sure that we talk about a little bit, but what, what, what else did you have in your head that you wanted to make sure we, we, we talked about this evening? Um, cause I have hooks in my head. Yeah. Why we yeah, choose we, the hooks we do. Sure. We can talk about some hooks. Yep. Absolutely. And, and the reason is because, so you guys listen, so in talking with Brian on the phone, um, and we've talked about lots of different things, you know, he's helped me become a better tire just by, you know, verbally his instruction on different things. Right. But I think the whole concept of jig design, um, cannot be had what without talking about like hooks right and so and actually this just came out what was it last night Brian well we started talking well we've talked about it many times but last night we were talking about what goes into designing jigs and it may be the same style right um it may be the same style type jig but it would be a difference between a um let's say a uh a, a river style jig right? Or an open water, more Great Lakes styled jig, right? Do you want to talk about that a little bit of how you would um, go about designing those bucktails between those two different types and, and how you guys as a company even get to the point where you're able to pick what type of hook you're going to use? It, it's hard, you know, because <laughs> it's hard. There, 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 are so, there are so many really good hooks out there. You know, and, you know, what, what we try to do when we think about all of the components that go into a hair jig, um, you know, we, we look at them all individually, but we also look at them, you know, in total. You know, how, how does all of these individual pieces come together, you sure. know, to, to create this type of thing that we're looking to create? And a lot of it goes to things like... Um, you know, where, where are they going to use them? You know, where, where are you primarily going to use something like this? And hair jigs in the Midwest, specifically a Great Lakes area, um, you know, for the, for the longest time, no, no one really used them, but there's, there's a resurgence. And <clears throat> what, what we're seeing with hair jigs now is it's, it's not something that guys are using just in the spring. Because okay. it used to be kind of a spring thing. Um, that that's not necessarily the case anymore. You know, we we see a lot of guys using them in the fall, like right now. Like if you go out on the Fox River in Depeter right now and want to catch, you know, a boatload of, you know, twenty-two inch and under walleyes, um, you know, a, a hair jig is probably going to be the the thing that you'd want to put on. You know, which. You know, five, six years ago, guys would have said, well, I'm going to throw a rip and wrap or I'm going to throw a, a jig in a plastic or something like that. Sure. Um, so a, a lot of the, the components that we're thinking about, you know, is how are guys using them? What are they going to use them? Um, what are they going to be targeting, you know, and, and kind of how they're going to be fishing? Because that flat jig um, that you had just showed is so universal you know, when it comes to walleye fishing on the Bay of Green Bay, um, guys can vertical jig that as they're slipping the current in the river in the spring. Um, it, it works great for that. They can add a minnow 
to that jig and it will absolutely work wonderfully. You know, the, the way that that hair is tied in, you know, if you add a minnow onto that hook, um, what's going to, what's going to happen is that minnow is going to fit inside of a little pocket of hair and it's going to surround it. And it's all that you're going to see is the back half of the minnow out the back. Right. So you're going to get the scent and you're going to get the tail action and you're going to get a little bit more bulk inside of it. You know, so in the rivers, you know, typically, you know, especially if you're drifting, one of the worst things that can happen is your jig to get snagged. Because if you're, if you're in a, a, you know, this is the juice coming folks. if If there are a lot of boats that are, that are slipping the current down the river and, and you get snagged for some reason and you're using your bow mount to keep you, you know, moving down at the speed of the current and you get snagged. I mean, there's, there's one of one of two things is going to happen. It's going to scare the crap out of you and you're going to think you've got a fish and you're going to, you're going to break or you're going to get snagged and your rod is just going to go like this. And you're going to be like, Oh crap, I'm snagged. Now what do I do? Well, I can hop on the trolling motor, get way upstream try to try to wiggle it out try to get it out but then you're messing up the guy that's that's upstream from you who's drifting down and right yeah uh, you know the, the guys that fish the, the wolf river like in in fremont um you know they they'll, they'll be cussing and swearing at you if, if you start <laughs> doing that so you know there's a there's a lot of applications you know where you're vertical jigging in the river with a hair jig where you you may want that hook to bend a little bit so that it comes out of those snags a little bit easier, mm-hmm. um, which sounds a little counterintuitive, but there there are there are good hooks out there that are are nice, strong, high quality hooks that that have a little give to them, and you know when you when you really want to bend the hook a little bit to get you out of a snag in a river situation, you know you, you can do it. Um, so guys like that, um, you know, it's, we'll, we'll, we'll get some, some requests for things like that, but you know, a lot of guys will just break it off and tie on a new one. So sure. there's, you know, just little considerations like that, that you think about, you know, how you fish, um, how the hook kind of fits into that fishing style, um, you know, is, is something to consider. But, you know, the, the flat jig, you know, is, is probably our most popular. And it's one of those jig styles where you can use it in the river. Um, you can use it in the open water. You can use it on offshore structure. Um, <clears throat> you can fish it in the late summer when guys are offshore reef fishing with um, shiver minnows and jigging wraps. Um, you can fish a flat jig with a with a bunch of hair on it or crafter on it um, in a similar manner and just, just whack them. And um, it's just something a little bit different. And um, you know, it's, it's yeah. cool because I mean, we have, we have these molds, you know, and, and um, <clears throat> you know, the guys that will, you know, will make some of these jigs for us, you know, there's, there's different options, you know, and, and we'll, uh, um, we'll switch it up and have an inventory of, of several different variations just so that we can accommodate what guys are looking for. So I just, I just want to comment and I, you guys, it's just always basically on how I, um, my camera 
work as I get a little closer. But I just want to bring up something, and Brian and Ben had said it earlier, about just durability, right? A durability of a jig. You want the thing to stay together. And, you know, here's the thing. So for anyone who's mostly just a bass guy and you don't see walleye jigs and stuff, you see that there's, there's this isn't like um this isn't like a striper jig out on the east coast you know like it's not this big elaborate thing because as said this styled head in a lot of instances not always but in a lot of instances they're you know putting a minnow on the back end so it acts like a little cone or shielding over it but um this is one of the most popular styled walleye jigs but the one thing i want to say is brian and ben talked about durability <clears throat> and so the thread the thread ties on these things they're just they're on point you know and i you can't see on the camera i what i'm going to do is i'm going to take some pictures and make sure they go up but the thread tying is it's just on point and so um if you're looking for this style jig it's just a lot of cool colors a lot of cool paint jobs um anything that you're looking for out there these guys have and by the way um i'm going to wait till a little bit till a little bit later um if you are looking at the website, which the links are available down below, you guys, I have a little code that I'm going to throw up for you guys here towards the end. Um, but I'm just I'm just not throwing it up until the end. That's basically what I'm saying. Um, so if you are thinking about purchasing some jigs or anything like that, just know that there'll be a, a little discount coming. Um, so if that's something you're inclined to do, and then um, and we'll I'll, we'll talk about that a little bit later. But I just I somebody. I think maybe it was Anthony. I don't know who it was earlier. Somebody was talking about that they were looking at some jigs on the site. So I just wanted to make sure you knew that um, that'll be coming. So um, yeah, the the the, dur the durability side of things is is so so important for us, you know, and and especially when we start thinking about um, you know selling hair jigs at what may be seen as a more premium price. Sure, you know, they have to be. You know, the the paint jobs have to be perfect. Um, the, the, the hair needs to be tied in absolutely the way that it should be. And they need to last, you know, and we've got, um, you know, a lot of feedback from, you know, customers of ours and, you know, we've got guys that'll tell us, I, I had the same hair jig tied on for a month and a half <laughs> or this one jig in the lower bay, we caught over a hundred walleyes one afternoon and, the all of the hair is there. Um, there's there's no impact to any issues with the thread, and the the paint is still there. But what happens is the jig gets dented versus the the paint you know cracking and falling off. So you know the the durability side of it is is very very important to us, um, and it's it's one of the things that I think differentiates what we're doing with. You know, a lot of the other, you know, hair jigs that are on the market, you know, that are being targeted to those Great Lakes walleye anglers. Um, you know, we've we've got a good uh, a good friend of ours. He's a well-known well guide up there. And he's telling me stories of, you know, hair jigs that he's purchased in the past where it hits the water and he he, he sees materials floating <laughs> on the surface. It's like they're falling off as he's casting them. You know, so yeah. it's is we started to try to figure out, you know, how can we, you know, how can we elevate the game a little bit? Um, the, the durability, the, the quality of the construction was one of the key things that we focused on. That's great. Um, so I just saw in chat, two guys did um, 
somebody was saying, uh, I, I think it was to Brendan Brown, maybe saying to him that there was a saltwater section on the website too. So I held that up a little bit earlier, guys. So, I mean, this is, there's one off the ultra minnow head, right? Um, you know, great, great jig, large profile, whether it be muskies, saltwater, mm. great saltwater hook on the back end. Um, just some cool stuff. Let's check this one out. This is super <laughs> slick. Look at a, look at a flash in here and then the hackle too. I mean, just, just crazy cool, uh, material and, um, and the thoughtfulness that goes, here's something too, guys. So one of the things that these guys try and do is, um, and this is a lot of on some of the walleye jigs and then even on some of the, um, the smaller minnow style heads that I was showing you earlier. So they, you'll see some unique little color features or accents or highlights in the head paint. And then you look and then all of a sudden the flash which is creating the lateral lines basically in a lot of their style jigs um, will match that. And so it's just these cool little neat little extra features that are, I don't know, it's just above and beyond a little bit to kind of bring it all together. And um, some, some super cool, we tease Brendan Kuda. <laughs> I mean, I, that's what happens. You know, you start pulling out these bigger things with um, the introduction of some different materials and synthetics and for the larger jigs, guys. And they're just, there's a lot of cool things. I, you guys, here's the thing. You got to understand something. So even though, even though Ben and Brian have, uh, you know, on the fly it tackle as a company, um, they're friends of mine too. And so um, I, you're going to see more from these guys. I had to work my butt off to get these guys on this show. So here's what would happen. So Brian, I, I don't think it was you, Ben. I think it was your old man. I think it was Brian. So Brian, what would happen is we'd be talking back and forth and he'd start sending pictures of all these jigs to me. And then, and I'm like, Hey, these are great. And then, and then I'd slip in. I'm like, Hey, when are we going to be able to get you on the show? Well, this has been going on for like 10 months. No. And you know what he, you know what he, you know what the reply was? <clears throat> Nothing. He he sends me all these pictures and then he slips out and doesn't have anything to say when I've been asking him about a show forever. And so finally, finally, two I don't know, two months back, we finally we finally sealed that deal and made sure we would we would do this. And so um you guys, you gotta understand there's so many cool things that you guys do, Bry, and I just I appreciate all of them, you know. Let's do let's do um we got more people in the room. Let's do another. You want to do an, the other giveaway? Could, could before we do that, could we go back to that 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 salt water question before? Yeah, let's let's go I back don't... to it. Salt water. Go ahead. Yeah. So one one of the things that we've learned, um, you know, with with some of our uh, you know current customers, is these these jigs here. They they look really cool. Um, you know, <laughs> but. Dude. The, the the teeth on these saltwater fish and just you know how voracious they are as as feeders um sometimes the the natural materials aren't necessarily the the right approach you know where they they may not hold up as long as you know maybe what a, a synthetic type material may hold you know so there's there's a lot to think about you know especially when you start to move from you know, a, a Midwest traditional walleye bucktail into a, you know, a, a, 
a saltwater type application, you know, there's there's different considerations. You know, there's different considerations around how you tie um, the materials that you use. Um, you know, the the adjustments that you might make in red or you know um usage of some adhesives um or usage of your scissors to help with shaping um all very very important considerations especially when you get into some of the bigger stuff um sure. the other thing the other thing to consider too when you start making those bigger hair jigs is they they don't in the water, they don't look the same way as how they look in your vice when you're done creating them. Um, but they also don't look like, you know, if you take it and run it under a sink and get it soaking wet, you know, that that's not how they look in the water either. You know, so it, it's very important to think about these larger profiled hair jigs, you know, truly understanding how they're gonna look in the water when you're fishing them. Um, because in a lot of cases, it's entirely different than how it looks in your vice um, when you're done creating it. Yeah, I mean, that's a great, great point. It's, um, and I think a lot of times there's different types of design out, designers out there and they, um, sometimes they, I think in time, every, I my hope is that most designers in time start to think about those things. But I think it's, it's just as important for somebody who's not a jig maker um, to think about what it looks like when they're buying jigs, right? Um, jig, if you're a jig maker, you ultimately come across that sooner or later when you're fishing your own things or whatever it is. Um, but when you're buying them, you want to make sure you you know that ahead of time. So one of the things like that jig that Brian's holding up right now, Brian, I'll make you big as I make these comments. Yep. So. There are, there's bucktail on there, hackle, but a lot of the, some of the white is in the middle is their synthetic materials. So what's going to happen, folks, is the synthetic materials are going to shed water more or shed water, period. They're not going to absorb water. And then the other thing is, too, it helps create um, bulk and then profile in, in the bait. And so if the material is not absorbing the water, it allows it to maintain its shape a little bit more, so you maintain more of the profile. But go ahead, Brian. You you talk more about that. No, and and it's it's this is this is kind of an example. So this this first one is is right out of the vise, you know, and you can see, you know, the the hair at the top. You know, it's 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 straight and it's kind of stiff and it kind of points. You know, you can see it down here. How, how it kind of points and comes down, um, you know, and, and it, it looks good, you know, but it, it looks like, you know, something that just came out of your vice. Now right. with, with this one right here and the, the differences are going to be subtle, um, but this is one that's been fished, you know, so you start to see how the top changes. So instead of the, the hair sticking straight up this way, you can start to see how it kind of lays and tapers. You know, yep. and in the bottom, kind of the same thing. You can see how it lays and tapers. And a lot of this has to do with um, the shape of what's underneath, but also how you tie your bucktail in and, and how you kind of layer, or I don't want to say stack, but um, adjust 
the bucktail as you're tying it in so that you don't have everything even stacked at one end and, and the tip is exactly the same length for every piece. There's, there's, a, there's a natural taper that you're able to build into the hair as you tie sure. it in. Um, Got to you. Help, help you get to something that looks a little bit more bait fishy. Got you. What's my, um, Michael Bradley's asking, what's the lightest weight in the saltwater series that you guys do? Um, most, most of those saltwater ones that we did are either one ounce or, or two ounce. Um, but we can, I mean, we can do them a little bit smaller. It's just the ultra minnow, uh, mold that we're using. But a lot of, a lot of the guys are, you know, that, that are buying these from us, you know, it's, it's one ounce or maybe a little bit heavier. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> that, that whole one, one and a half, two ounce range is pretty popular down there. Yep. It's hard to get. You know, for a, for a guy, I'll, just for myself, I know like when I'm making bucktails and stuff, I know I make a lot of three quarter ounce, you know, and it's yeah. so it's hard for me to start um, training myself. And that's one thing I want to do this winter is to make more of the one ounce, two ounce, uh, larger, larger sizes um, mm -hmm. for just different conditions. And you guys, here's the other thing for everyone in chat. If you're watching on replay, the other thing is that. um again, keep in mind one of the things they said that a lot of materials absorb water, right? And so um, what happens is the amount, the volume of material you use is also going to dictate fall rate and how that movement um, looks in the water too, especially when it comes to like bucktail and stuff, right? Um, and so, you know, these are all things that you kind of um, learn. That 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 second one that you showed looks so awesome. It just looks like the contour is great. That little body profile looks awesome. Um, yeah, Guggen Slayer is saying he, he Guggen Slayer in chat fishes the salt, so he fishes a lot of heavier stuff. And like you're 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 drifting multiple ounce jigs mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Yep, all that type of stuff. So all right, I so a, I got a good one for Guggen quick. If he wants to see, it. let me grab it. Yeah, grab it. Um, so, oh, you got it? I can't wait to see this one. I'm going to make you big again here. Hold on. All right. So so this is this is what we're going to start working on next. Um, and we're going to we're going to be starting with northern pike and muskie. Okay. Um, but th this is a Larry Hadley special. Um, it was a special special request. I need a, a two ounce ultra minnow, and this is the the biggest baddest um, tin saltwater hook that he could find. I think it's like eight aught. Um, it's 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 gigantic, and um, we're gonna be doing some pretty cool things with these coming up. Uh, this nice. Winter. It's very cool. So anyone in chat, if you haven't seen. Larry Hadley's in chat. He's also known as the Angler. Here, I'll type it in the chat. Um, on Instagram, the Angler. I think this is Larry's. Um, on Instagram, you got to go check his stuff out. Um, you'll see the head styles and paints. And so, and 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 that that'll be a good little transition. And I'm going to do another hashtag. So I actually have a whole series of Larry Hadley painted heads. And for anyone that hasn't heard this yet, and then um, bucktail jigs tied by Ben here, um, and they donated these to Jig Squad for some giveaways and then for some future fundraising things for Jig Squad. 
Um, but I did a giveaway earlier, so we're going to do another one again. I got to go to the giveaway tool again. So let's see. How do I do this? Um, I got, I'm going to go to the giveaway tool link. Let me see if I can do this. StreamYard giveaway. <clears throat> and we're going to do another one. So let's see. I got to make sure I pick the right stream. Bucktail and Mirabo, Jig Design for Big Fish. Okay. So this one, we're going to go. Let me type this in. I'll tell you what this hashtag is. Um, let's go. All right. So let me share my screen and I'll show you what it is. So basically this giveaway is going to be, I'm going to, I'm going to pull some of these custom designed jigs. There was a collaboration between Larry Hadley and then on the fly tackle. And, um, and I'm going to send them to you. So, um, we, Matt, Matt, South Jersey fisherman, zero two eight was a winner earlier tonight. And then now we're going to pick another winner. So, but before we do that, let me share my screen. And let's go Chrome tab. Let's go giveaway tool. All right. So type you're you're gonna type on the fly hashtag on the fly in the chat, and you will be entered into the giveaway. So if you're in chat and you want to win some free custom jigs. Hashtag on the fly, type that in the chat and you will be automatically entered. And you guys can see in the, the middle there, it tells you how many people are entering. So we'll let it go for a second. So Ben, what do you, Ben, tell me this. What do you think about some of the saltwater design stuff? Um, I think that uh, I really like how uh, we can include uh, the synthetic material into it. Okay. Uh, I like using the long feathers it sort of adds another way to get some sneaky little action into it sure absolutely i think they look great i mean the two i have from you guys is just you know one i have one of the ones that's like the blue one so i can't wait this one to be honest with you this one's gonna i'm gonna use this in the this is gonna get used by kuda on vacation and to be honest with you i think the next place this is gonna get used is down in costa rica to be honest with you um and so both are going to be going in the prep box for <laughs> for costa rica but i love them they're awesome how many people let me let me take a look at the giveaway thing we'll let it go there's 21 entries let's see if we can get a few more there's 41 people at 42 at last check in chat so if you're in chat hashtag on the fly into chat and you'll be entered to win a couple of free jigs and to give you an idea what these jigs are again they're coming out of this custom box. Hold on. I'll show you again. Trying do, doing my damnedest not to have these fall out on me under the glass table. So I'm going to pull a few out of there and send them to you. Let's see what we get up to here. Um, so how often are you guys getting requests for the um for the saltwater stuff? Um <clears throat> well it it it, it, it's interesting how these have kind of progressed. So um, we had a, a pretty well-known uh, local guide um, who asked us to make a bunch of them for him. I think it might've been, was it last winter? Last winter. Last winter. And he cracked them on these things down there. And, um, you know, as we all know how, you know, social media works, you know, he, um, he posted a couple of pictures 
and you know called us out with these jigs and he had these monster groupers and you know when when you get you know someone like that who maybe has you know 30 or 40,000 followers i mean it it can hit the fan pretty quickly you sure. know so so we we started to you know the calls these, came in then is what yeah, you're saying. You, you, you get these things made pretty quick, you know, in, in situations like that. Um, but, but what we've, what we've found is there's, there's some crossover. So, you know, For there's, sure. there's probably a couple of guys on the, on the stream now that um, are going to want these for walleye fishing, you know, and, and we may think, well, holy crap, these things are really huge, but you know, if they're, if they're out in 25 or 30 feet of water and they're fishing in, you know, three or four or five foot rollers, um, you know, something heavy that's going to get down to the bottom quickly um, mm -hmm. is going to be important to them. You know, so sure, there's a little bit of crossover there. Um, you know, the other thing that we run into too is there are, you know, a lot of individuals that talk about the the, the more traditional chicken jig, you know, yep. for, bass, for bass fishing. Um, <clears throat> it's, it's not a dissimilar concept to kind of what we're doing with some of these jigs here. It's just adjustments of um, hook use, uh, weights, and maybe some colors. So, I mean, it's, it's a pretty universal style that, sure. that works in a lot of different places. Um, the, the black one that I, that I sent you, you, you think about that, um, make some slight adjustments to it, and you have a killer spring musky hair jig um, yeah. where you are looking for a little bit more subtle presentation. Um, it's, it's such a, a universal design that um, it, it works in so many different applications. You just have to figure guys too. think, think about, think about the size jerk. I, I know it's not the same exact thing, but when you start thinking about size, there's absolutely no reason why um, fish aren't going to hit this size bait, you know, and look at the um, look at the southern. Uh, I a lot of times the southern guys that are throwing big white hackle, they call them chicken jigs up north. Yep. They do too, call, whatever it is, whether it's bucktail, a lot of hackle. Um, that there's some big baits being thrown, and there's some big hair jigs out there, especially amongst the big largemouth chasers down in Texas that no one's talking about, or when they are, everyone's not paying attention. So. There, it's not always a small thing um, for the hair jigs. All right, you guys, listen. I'm gonna do. Let me let me double check. We're at 25. That's where we're at last time. So we're right where we should be. If anyone wants in, get in now. Otherwise, I'm gonna hit draw. And um, all right, we're gonna go. So here's the next drawing. You should be able to see this as it plays out. So here we go. Let's see what happens. The nice thing is that this thing, Streamyard, has this function where you actually get to see it on um bass this is another person that's been around here forever so bass are you in chat brother you've been on the stream for a long long time and been supporting jig squad all year long and i appreciate you a ton so hopefully you're hopefully you're still in chat because this hashtag was new i don't think you came in and dipped but we'll see yes awesome buddy so bass are you on instagram buddy if you're if you're on Instagram, message me on Instagram. If you're not, message me at um, you go ahead and it's a jig squad fishing. 
at gmail.com. Jigsquadfishing at gmail.com. So if you email me um, and do me a favor, take a screenshot of your your YouTube page so I know it's you and um, or something, some indicator so I make sure I know it's you. So everyone talks about how people try and dupe people with these little giveaways. So screenshot your um, YouTube page. Uh, I'll take a picture of it and send it to me in that email. It's jigsquadfishing.com. Uh, if you have any questions or you forget that later, it's um, the, the email is listed on the, on the YouTube page for Jig Squad as well. Okay. Well, congratulations, buddy. You've been around for a long time all year supporting Jig Squad. And so I thank you very much for that. Um, all right. We're back to full screen. I, I, I'm on a little laptop, so I don't get to see all these things. Brian and Ben, I can't thank you guys enough for being supportive of Jig Squad and providing me with these jigs that you tied up, um, especially because they were your custom painted heads from Larry Hadley himself, you know. Um, you guys, listen, this has been a fun time. We're at a little over an hour and a half, so I, I had a good time. How about you guys? Yeah, it was awesome. Um, you know, we were watching, watching the comments come through, and, you know, I think there's uh, – some names in there that maybe you haven't seen before. So that was kind of cool to see is yeah, you know, a couple of guys that, uh, you know, bought a lot of hair jigs from us in the past. Um, you know, yeah. some their names pop up a little bit. So that was cool. I was glad they could show up. Um, you guys listen. So if you guys are, if you guys are interested and I'll wind up putting this in, um, I'll wind up putting this in the comment section underneath the show description too. Uh, but anyway, so, Ben and Brian were nice enough to say, Hey, we'll throw a little, we're going to throw a little discount for anyone part of the jig squad uh, revolution here. And um, to get 10% off of any purchases that you decide that you might want to make on, on the fly tackle. So I thank you guys tremendously for that. That's out of their kindness for them. This is all them. It has nothing to do with me at all. Um, how Ben and Brian, how long is that valid for that jig squad 10? Um, I, I think I set it up to expire the end of the day on Sunday, end of the day on Sunday. Okay. Yep. So if you're interested in checking out some of the, some of the hair jigs, you guys, I'm telling you, these things are phenomenal. I'm really impressed with them. I'm happy. I have some in front of me. Um, and Ben and Brian, I thank you guys so much for coming on the show. I, my intention is that I would like to get you guys on again, uh, as we move into the fall or, or, or sometime later in the winter or maybe even the spring next year again. Um, I think there's so much more for us to talk about. I know um, I, I tried to cover all these different topics, but I think I would like to go into even more depth on a lot of them. You know, um, I can't thank yeah. you enough for sharing your experience and your story with us. I mean, I, that's what Jig Squad's all about, and I thank you tremendously. So you guys, any questions for uh, Ben and Brian before we get out of here? Yeah, Tom, thank you. For everyone saying, hey, great show, fun times. We we like the show. I appreciate you all. Um, I don't know what to say, guys. Lots of cool things coming in 2023 for Jig Squad. So, um, and part of it's going to be more giveaways from, from the Super Box, right? There's going to be more of these that I'm going to give away in time, and it's going to be compliments on the fly tackle, Ben and Brian, and then Larry Hadley. So, um, yeah, all right, guys. As, there, as everyone, you know, kind of digests things, if you have questions, just, just send them to me and I'll, I'll answer them for you. You know, there's, there's a lot of guys that, um, you know, we've, we've helped, you know, over the years, you know, provided some guidance, 
um, you know, even looked at some of the things that they've been doing and offered them suggestions saying, Kuda, you don't need to use rope as your thread. You should really use this instead. Um, yeah, so we're, we're happy to help, you know, things like, um, you know, selecting the right type of bucktail and, you know, what you should be looking for, stuff like that. Um, feel free to reach out if anyone has any questions, happy to help. Um, and you guys will see on the fly tackle in, um, in chat for many of the streams, they've been a great supporter. So, um, it's been a good experience. Ben and Brian hang on in chat. Um, I'm going to end the stream, but we'll still be in stream yard here in a second. So you guys, peace. We'll be back in two weeks, you guys. Um, coming up next on Jig Squad Live is Jamie Bruce from Jamie Bruce Fishing, as well as Get the Net Podcast. Super excited to have Jamie on, and that's coming up in two weeks. So look for those posts on YouTube and on Instagram. Peace, folks. We're out of here. <laughs>